Hanging with Big Walt takes a turn because, as it turns out, Keith Kachuk, Big Walt, always uh, telling us about his title. He is the Director of Player Recruitment for the St. Louis Blues, and that involves a lot of draft talk, so he is knee-deep in Zoom meetings for the entire week. So I said, what if, what if we did this? What if hanging with Big Walt is hanging with the other Kachuks? Matthew and Brady from the Calgary Flames, the Ottawa Senators. So this installment is the kids taking over Dad's podcast. And uh, to be clear, on the way over there, and I'm not sure how it would have come up, but there's been a lot of talk about Matthew and maybe the Blues should be bold and make a trade for him. Is he on the trade block? If so, the Blues need to make a move. But to be clear, uh, that was not discussed. And here's why. It would be fun to talk about, but I don't blame Matthew for not wanting to talk about it. But on the way over to the house, I get the text. No questions about Matthew and the Blues. Understood? So Big Walt stepped in. <laughs> Interview. Rarely does the uh, Kilquin conversation come with restrictions on what questions can be asked, but it was pretty clear that was not going to be a topic. So we talk about growing up in a hockey family what it was like playing in empty buildings. Remember, Canada had no fans. Also, playing in Canadian cities, it's a whole different ballgame when you're a hockey player than playing in the States. Uh, Matthew Brady both talking about that. Looking back at the NHL All-Star Game in St. Louis, what that moment was like for the two of them. Apparently, there's a big boys weekend coming up in Vegas. You know, Chantel, which is Keith's wife, famously runs the show. We've been told that by the kids by Walt for years, but the kids said they found a loophole by giving Keith a Father's Day gift, which was a weekend in Vegas, just the three of them. Um, I haven't been allowed to caddy for Walt, so I don't think I'm going to work my way onto that flight to Vegas. But a lot of good hockey conversation growing up with Kachucks, uh, what it was like, and what's next for them in their careers. As always, the Kilcoin conversation, including hanging with Big Walt is presented by Appliance Discounters, where they know all about the can-outs that the other guys will tell you. Want to get that appliance? And they say, sure, no problem. We'll put it on order. It's another two, three months. Well, Appliance Discounters has the 40,000-square-foot showroom in St. Louis, which means they can get you your appliance in a couple of days. Don't wait. Too many hassles going on in the world right now. Keep it simple with your appliances. Make sure it gets delivered quickly to you. GE rebates in stock. What more do you want? Appliance discounters. Go to their area showrooms or shop online at theappliancediscounters.com. Also, Triad Bank, St. Louis-based bank since 2005. Started here in St. Louis. Five-star rated bank. If you're a business owner wanting to expand, make sure you talk to Jim Regna, anybody with his team over there. Jim's the CEO, but he's got a great group of people working for him. I always call it the neighborhood-friendly bank. How often do you walk into the bank and it's sort of impersonal, there's nobody working, or they're just flat-out rude? Never happens at Triad Bank. On Clayton Road, in Frontenac, or on the web, it's triadbanking.com. And Marie DeVilla, Senior Living, corner of Clayton and Wideman Road. Beautiful 60-acre campus in West County in St. Louis. The home for so many years, Red Shandings. It all started in 1960. Villa Estates assisted living, whatever you're looking for in your senior years, they have it. Take a virtual tour at mariedevilla.com. And now, hanging with Big Walt with the boys, Matthew and Brady.
All right, this is a special Hanging with Big Walt because we're not hanging with Big Walt. We've got Matthew and Brady Kachuk here. Dad is actually working, and this is probably our headline because I always give him a hard time. He does have a business card. You know, Matthew, Dad is working right now. So he says. So he says. I've seen that business card. I've never seen him give that business card out. I've never seen anybody ask for the <laughs> business card, but it's there. Director of Player Recruitment, the first and last of his name. So <laughs> He's actually working on the draft, previewing the draft. And for you guys, it's not that long ago. Brady, three summers ago. Matthew, five summers ago. Now i got to get all my numbers correct. Has it ever been bragging rights in the house? Draft number, Brady, you went fourth. Matthew went sixth. Dad was all the way down at 19. When those moments happened, did you guys give each other a hard time? I think it's weird because we just send videos of each other that it's uh, three years ago today that was when I was uh, drafted. So it's not – I don't think we've ever bragged about it, but um, it's pretty cool that it happened. But um, it's just more the, the fun times we had after. Was there Were there other sports? I mean, obviously you guys grew up around hockey. But did you play baseball and say, you know, Dad, I kind of like this sport too. Was it always going to be hockey? I don't think it was always going to be hockey because we never played hockey year-round. We would always stop in the spring and then play baseball. He would play lacrosse. We'd play golf in the summer. Judging by our game this past weekend, it would be the first time we played golf. Um, but uh, And then we'd play hockey in the fall and the hockey in the winter, obviously. But um, our parents never forced it on us. Um, it was just one of those things once we decided that we loved it and wanted to do it. When we both probably moved to Ann Arbor, that was the first time we stopped playing other sports. And we were, what, 15 or 16 years old then? I can't remember, but... Um, that's when we first stopped playing all the other sports and just focus on hockey. So up until then, um, I see all you see all these parents now that just force one sport down their kid and hope they make it or hope they whatever. But they just got to play everything. And they'll become better at the one sport that they pick when they're older. You know, I said this to your dad a couple of weeks ago. You guys are just back from the Bahamas. I said this family. I mean, you guys might give each other a lot of shit all day, but you have a lot of fun. Like, do you see yourselves even when dad's old? Are you guys still going to be going on vacation and palling around? Is that that's the sense I get from your group? I think 100%. I think the best times we've had are all together, and um, Bahamas is probably one of the best trips I've been on, and definitely the most fun I've had, and probably the most drinks cons- consumed. So <laughs> yeah, it's well, uh, that, that, is that was the best. That, that is <laughs> that is until what do we have two or three weekends from now when we yeah. go to Vegas? Just the boys trip, Brady and myself and my dad, and, and oh, our uncle. Oh so We might hold uh, on. Did Chantel sign off on this? Nope, because it was a Father's Day gift yeah. from us. She had no choice. Wow, so, going for the McGregor fight. Um, it's going to be a uh, yeah, high expectations. Yeah, high expectations. <laughs> we got to live up to it. 48 hours, get in, get out, and call it a weekend. So, so you got a loophole around mom by giving dad the father's a gift that she couldn't say yay or nay on, right? Well, we're the loophole. Anytime right. my dad wants to do something, he's just got to throw on us and he'll get away with hey, it. Hey, Matthew, tell your mom we're going to this thing, right? Exactly. He can create exactly. the whole thing. Exactly. exactly. He's, he's, exactly. he's got it all down. He's a manipulator. <laughs> but people don't realize mom runs the show, right? Oh, that's that's why that's why he does it. That's why he does it. Just uses us because we can get away with anything. So um, as long as we plan this, it was a... Uh, it was a slam dunk it was going to happen. All right. According to sources, you were there when Dad was playing with Gretzky, right? Did you play any of the, game, the golf with Gretzky? You have, right? Yeah, Brady, Brady uh, myself, Wayne, and uh, and my dad played, I don't know, a couple weeks ago we played. Uh, it was right me and Brady. Yeah, 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 right before good. Memorial Day. So I guess maybe a month ago, and we've seen, you know been up at the course a bunch with them. So um, it's a great match. It was Brady and, my, uh, Brady and me versus the, uh, those two, so... It's a good match. Did you guys win? Oh, yeah, we did. We, yeah, we stuck, we, we, we stuck we, it out we, at the uh, end. we lost our lead a little bit at the end, but we found a way. 
Do you feel bad at all beating Wayne Gretzky at anything? Like I almost like it's almost just like you can't beat Wayne. No, I think we uh, we beat our dad. He was he was holding him back the whole the whole round. <laughs> Wayne Wayne played great, but oh, one of one of my dad's worst rounds I've seen. So maybe it was the pressure playing on Wayne's team. You never know. Is there any part of you, even though you grew up in hockey, you were at the rink, NHL players, but when it's Wayne Gretzky, he's chipping up, you know, he's got his wedge out, he's chipping or putting. You're like. That's Wayne freaking Gretzky. I mean, is there any part of that? That's Maybe that's me, the fandom, and I am not playing in the league like you guys, but is there any part of you where you experience that? I think it's super cool, you know, golfing with him and then, you know, hanging up before and after. It's just the stories he has, and whenever he talks, you, you just want to listen. And, and uh, those are moments that are going to be pretty cool, you know, down the road telling, you know, your kids, future grandkids. It's just that you got to hang out with Wayne Gretzky. I think that's pretty cool. What's summer like right now? Just Is it all working out? Is it all skating? It's gotten to the point now where we're about a month in from being back. So um, Mondays through Friday afternoon, Monday Monday to Friday, Sunday night to Monday, or sorry, Sunday night to Friday at around noon is pretty businesslike. Um, but we're still having you know our fun on the weekends. We got a couple trips planned here, but you know workouts Monday through Friday with a couple skates thrown in there. But nothing, nothing, nothing crazy. Just busy days though. Busy days. What's the last couple of years been like without? A normal playoff. Yeah, first there's the bubble, and then this year was shortened. And how much are you looking forward to just like a regular year? I'm just excited to play in front of fans again. It's uh, you know, seeing the playoffs, seeing how packed uh, the crowds are, and how the energy is pretty cool. It's I think we definitely missed that this year, and um, I think that's a big thing is to kind of get back to the normal season, going back to the U.S., going back to Florida in the middle of the winter, and uh, Canada to have a little you know, break from the cold and. Um, no, I'm just excited to play in front of fans again. Is it just weird the whole time when there's nobody there? I mean, are you – they can pipe in noise and have music and stuff, but are you kind – I mean, I guess you get into the game, right? But every once in a while do you look around and say, God, this is just really weird. I mean, yeah, you get in the game, but it, it, it takes a lot for you to. I don't care who you are, even though if you say you're – doesn't take much for you to get up for games like it does you need you need fans and that's a huge part of it the momentum swings there's there's no momentum swings and in, in, in the games from the fans you know I don't know I'm just think back to a normal year a big hit a goal a fight whatever like you hear the fans and that's how you get your momentum you don't just get it from that one play so it's almost like uh you know the way the the, the way the sounds were this year and the crowd with the fake crowd it's all it was it was you know it's tough. You you can't mimic a real live environment. You see games in Vegas now, or those environments, the Islanders, or even in Tampa the other night. Like just such unbelievable buildings. So, and then you watch the game in Montreal, and it's just not the same. Even though there's two thousand fans, there, it's just not the same. So, they got to get back to normal. Brady, do you think Matthew misses being booed on the road? <laughs> I'm always jealous of it. He's doing something right <laughs> if he's getting booed. So. I always tell him that's the next step is to get booed once in a while. He's always kind of in the headlines. Does Brady ever pick up the phone and say, what did you do last night? Uh, I'm usually always watching, but um, say I fall asleep and I see he's trending, I'll definitely uh, text him <laughs> and see what happened, try to get the inside scoop. So um, it's usually a lot of laughs with what happens. <laughs> do you know when you're trending and do you care? I mean, they say he doesn't mind being an agitator. Is that accurate? I don't know when I am. It's just the rest of the family knows when they are, and then they'll let me know about it. So I don't pay attention to that stuff, but they all do. But how Especially do you just? Mom. Yeah, mom is, mom. Well, mom gets mad. According she's the biggest Twitter troll out there, or whatever you call them. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But she's just all over them, just reading everything. So she, uh, yeah, she's all over the the social media. But the rest of the family is not as much. But part of your game is to kind of get under their skin, right? Was that always part of your game? 
I think so. I mean, it just kind of came as I kept playing and going up through the ranks. And, um, you know, I don't really do too much outside of playing hard and trying to score goals. And, and that just seems to make people pretty, uh, pretty upset when you're able to do both. And do you ever get on the phone with him and say, okay, hey, I saw that play. Where Were you really trying to piss him off? Like, how much do you guys talk offline about what really went on? Like, and, and you kind of know him as your brother. Do you ever say, what was that about? Yeah, I don't really, like, ask him too much about, like, that side He'll of know. things. Like, I, I understand. <laughs> so, um, I imagine more, you know, the plays he makes and, like, the subtle plays that nobody sees. It's usually talking about that and complimenting him because he's a – Heck of a player. I don't think people realize it as much as you know, they think he's just all an agitator. So um, I definitely want to have him on my team, and um, and that definitely would be a lot of fun to be together. Mainly our stories are mainly off the ice, and you know the team party yeah. the night before, what happened here, yeah. what you get up boys. to. Yeah, so that those are <laughs> more the boys you've gotten to know. Yeah, those are what most of the FaceTime stories are about these days. And by the way, we should point out on my way over here, Dad texted, "No questions about Matthew coming to the Blues, okay?" And I see his texts now, and I hear them in his voice. But just take me back to that All Star Weekend because it was really right before the pandemic, like. St. Louis was on fire with hockey. They'd won the cup. The All-Star game was here. And then you guys got to be in that game. Your dad was there, part of it. What was that weekend like for you and for the family? Well, to start off, like it was at the start, it was just me. And it was going to be, you know, special for me to come back. But I think it was a Thursday, the day, the morning before, or maybe two days before the All-Star um, weekend started. Brady was was added for his team and and right when that happened you knew it was just going to be the most special weekend we've probably had to date in our NHL careers so um it was unreal I mean everything whether it was the media stuff having our dad our dad was right there every step of the way with us everything kind of revolved um not I wouldn't say everything but most of the weekend kind of revolved around us and coming back home and having the dad and the connection and so many friends and family there the the nights we had after all the events seeing all our friends and it was kind of an excuse for everybody to come back in town be a part of the weekend, our friends and family, and we had so many people here for that too. It was such a blast. So, um, mom threw a heck of a party at the end to celebrate it all, and um, it was just so special. And we just, you know, probably one of our most favorite weekends of our careers, definitely. In the Molina jersey, that moment, sort of iconic. Tell me about that decision. Well, um, you know, I was trying to find a way to to bring back the St. Louis in me. Um, you know, just trying to figure out a way I could. Um, and there was, you know, talks whether it was going to be, you know, my dad's jersey or um, my old AAA Blues jersey or uh, all that stuff. But, um, you know, that would, probably wouldn't have gone over too well. So I just thought, what's the next best way to represent St. Louis? And that's the Cardinals and uh, my favorite player being Yachty. So um, and then he signed it for me after and it's hanging in my basement now. So it's pretty cool. And Brady, your memories from that weekend, did they remind you of being in that building too, even as a kid? We hear all these stories how the Kachucks grew up, probably hang with Dougie Waite and others. What, what's your earliest memory being in that room? I don't, I mean, probably the best memory, you know, when we were younger is probably after my dad's last game and Matthew and I got to go on the ice for an hour after and just no puck, we're just hitting each other and just kind of enjoying pretty much our last time we'd be on the ice and um, I remember, I know my mom wouldn't be too happy, but skipping school to, to go to the rink with my dad. And, um, I mean, we are always on the ice before. We are playing one-on-one. I was usually the goalie, and he was just doing shootouts. But, you know, he had to keep it on the ice. So we tried to make it as fun as we could. And, um, I mean, just a bunch of guys that, you know, you know Bacchus, Oshie, um, Petro, you know, those guys, they're younger when they're playing with our, 
our dad and they'd come on the ice you know pass us pucks shoot and stuff with us and um, I think that's uh, pretty cool that we get to uh, play them you know, when we were in the NHL so I think that's uh, pretty cool. And it's famous how there was always a player living with the Kachuk so David Backus you guys were probably what like in grade school when he was in your basement? Ish? Yeah, like, like second, yeah, fourth grade. Yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. Would you sit and talk hockey with him late at night, or? Oh, jeez, I don't, I don't remember. I think he was too smart for us to be yeah. having any <laughs> conversations with us. But um, no, he's he's an awesome guy. Then Lee Stepniak, another basically genius who lived with us. I don't know what those guys thought about our family, but um, yeah. So we had we had a lot of fun with them. I think it, I thought it was awesome playing Lee my first year. I got to overlap with him for. Um, a season, maybe two, actually, and then uh, we both have played against Dave and had some. I'm sure we've had some, both had some battles against him. He's an intense player. I remember him trying to grab me my first game. That was hilarious. Up like try to like fight or just shove I don't you around? Just, just just throw me around a bit. There was a little scrum, and I just thought <laughs> I couldn't help think going back to the bench. I was 18 years old still. It was like a month into my rookie year. I'm like, this guy was playing mini sticks with me when I was in third grade or whatever. So. No, it was that was that made me laugh when I got back to the bench. But yeah, that was those were always some of my favorite moments. Also, when we were younger, coming back and because we didn't think of our dad as a hockey player, we thought of him as a just a just a dad. So when he, we had two young players living with us that were kind of the cool guys in town. Um, that was fun for us. And then in recent years, Robert Thomas. So you guys, you get to know him pretty well. You wouldn't have been living here at the time, but you get to know him from trips home and. He was here for a couple of years, right? Yeah, well, Robbie's one of our best friends. Yeah. I mean, we've I played with him in London, and we were really good buddies there. Then stayed with him after for a couple summers, basically. Just kept getting to know him more and more. Um, great family, great guy. Um, and then once he lived here, I mean, we've, we're he's one of our best buddies. And um, we've gone on so many, so many trips with him and hung out with him all the time. And he's still here, so we've seen him basically almost you know every day, or at least on the weekends. So... Um, had a lot of fun with him recently. He's he's a great dude, great player, but way better, um, you know, way better dude. And that's hard to say because he's such an unreal player. Give us an idea of playing in Canada, what it's like, because it the game means so much up there. I remember guys who played in Montreal said they would go to the grocery store and get booed. I don't know if it's quite like that in Calgary or Ottawa, but just the intense coverage of the sport year round. They're still writing about you guys. Doesn't matter if you've been season's been done for a month or so. Is there different pressure being on a Canadian team? It's definitely just different. It's it doesn't happen where we're in the grocery store and get booed, but usually don't even go to the Speak grocery store. I just, go, I, just go, I, just Insta, I just go the uh, Instacart, whatever that is. So I uh, don't really have that much uh, interaction. But I mean, I think I just love their hockey up there, and it's uh, it's fun to be in a market like that, especially when we're you know young guys and kind of they treat you like royalty almost and. It's a pretty cool to experience, and um, it's pretty crazy that we all started. You know, even Dad started our careers in Canada, so it's uh, definitely definitely pretty cool to have that. But um, I mean, I don't know. It's I like it. It's been fun, and um, you know, I love being in Ottawa. So you you have not been booed at the grocery store, Matthew. You were kidding, but <laughs> no, no. But you recognize probably in yeah. Calgary if you go out at all, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would say, but. Um, you know, even seeing Brady in Ottawa, they roll out the red carpet for him everywhere they go there. So um, it is different in Canada. It really, it really is. I try to explain it to people here, but um, they don't really know until they go up there. I mean, even um, you know, I think about one time when my uh, when my buddies from St. Louis came up to to visit me once during the year in Calgary, and then for the Stampede, they were just shocked at how how uh, different it is looked upon um, up in Canada. But 
Um, it's hard to really explain unless you're unless you're there in Canada and seeing it. So even even my dad's popular up there, and he never even played in Calgary. So <laughs> he's the man when he's walking through the stands down to the the family lounge or just walking around the rink. So um, it's pretty funny. Do you follow any of the headlines where they're talking about, you know, you're under contract, you're not going anywhere, but do you follow any of the media chatter about they could trade you, they may not trade you, or they could start over in Calgary, they could stay the same? Do you follow any of that? No, that's just all the Canada media stuff. Um, I don't read any of that stuff. I know Bray doesn't read any of that stuff. Um, but getting back to it, our our mom's all over Twitter and all over <laughs> every it's almost like if somebody Did she ever call anybody and like call them out? Honestly, probably. She probably's got a, a what do they call them? The bad phone. Burner, yeah, burner burner burn, account. Burn account, burner phones. No, she probably has there's a one called phone. Not Big Walt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I doubt she's running that one. But uh, no, I don't follow that stuff. But I'm convinced if somebody says a word, whether it's in person or on the phone, she somehow gets a notification in her head about it. So. Um, I tried to convince her to stay off social media for all these years, but she just doesn't want to listen to us. So, um, but she reads that stuff. I don't. Um, I don't. Uh, I keep my world pretty small. So. Um, so you're you're a player. You show up and play. That's how you approach it. Yeah, I think that's how Brady and I both are. That's how it should be. And what do you want to accomplish? You guys are still really young. What were the career goals? I think you know Stanley Cups, obviously number one, and Olympic gold medals up there too. It's. I don't know, those are two, you know, dreams of ours growing up and you know, watching all the Olympics, I think that'd be pretty special and pretty special to play together. That'd be uh something that we'll never forget and uh, hopefully it happens. And that's the thing people always talk about, oh the Chucks wanna play together. But isn't that obvious? Isn't that natural? Like one day, wherever it is, wouldn't that be cool? I mean, I don't think that's crazy to think that thought. I mean you guys grew up playing the game together. If it were to work out at one day, would that be the ultimate? Yeah, I think that would be so I, – I mean, I know we've talked about it since we've been, I don't know, 10 years old playing together. So if you say that now, people will be like, oh, which one's leaving their team to go play? I mean, so you can't even you can't even say that. But one day, if, if it happens and the stars align, um, we would definitely be very excited about that opportunity. Do you guys – I'm trying to think of some games head-to-head. Do you ever rough Brady up, or does he get the – does he come after you? No, we, we've had a little uh, – almost like an unwritten rule that, you know, we – Stay, try to stay away from each other as much as possible, but maybe that might have to change because their team uh, laid a beat on us this year. So uh, I don't know. Hopefully next year we uh, um, we can get them back. But you know they they took it to us pretty good this year after I took it to them the previous year. So we got to be pretty even in the career games against each other. I'm sure we're somebody's either one or two games above 500. But um, yeah, those games this year. I mean no. The ones before where we only played against each other twice a year with the fans and with the energy in the building involving us was, was really cool and really special. But this year, we'll be playing nine times, no fans. I mean, by the end, you're like, oh, geez, we're playing them again. But that's how it was against every team with no fans. So it is what it is. All right, since this is Dad's podcast, let's close with a couple of things about Big Walt that people don't know. I mean, it's pretty much an open book. We make jokes about Boston and Grandma. And, mm-hmm. By the way, Grandma's still working. Yeah. And I said, you made a decent living. Does Ma, hey, Ma's on the docks right now. And I, you you actually played in Boston in college. Did you, was Grandma really working the docks? Oh, at, like almost every day. It was, it <laughs> was, what is yeah, she has Yeah, she comes out with the vest. She's picking up my laundry. and She's <laughs> dropping off food and she stuff. She misses Boston, though. Yeah. She oh, runs yeah. Boston. Oh. She runs it there. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think. What do we, what do we know? About? I mean, he, like, I feel he's an I, open book. I feel, everybody knows. I feel like everybody knows what he does. He sits on his he sits on the in his chair, not on the couch in his chair. Nobody else can sit in there. So I guess that's one. Um, 
He what if you sit? What if you sit in his chair? Yeah, no, it's just yeah, it's just one. Oh. Yeah, it's just one. It's a simple one. And you don't even you oh, just the know. The big man's coming. Um, <laughs> uh, he just sits on his iPad, and I, I'm convinced he has about 500 tabs on his iPad that he just checks every day. That he knows exactly that, where they are. He like he goes in order. I think like, it starts with like fantasy football. Cat and then friendly. It, yeah, <laughs> it just keeps going down the line. I think he's got like a. Remember one time looking over his shoulder, he had like the. The WHL, Q, MJHL, the OHL. He's watching highlights of every league, every junior league. Well, that's good. That means he's working. Director of player recruitment. He has to be. He's got to keep busy. Um, he's on the phone 24-7 talking to friggin' everybody, it seems like. so. Um, and then we play a lot of golf. He crushes the Peloton these days and goes on his family walks. and Loves his tuggy weights. Yeah. He's always tuggy weighting it. <laughs> oh, he was pulling them left What is this? In golf, just... Now, since he's a righty, every time he pulls it, we just call it Tuggy Wade. Tuggy Wade. So okay. he's, he's been uh, the king of those recently. Every one of his misses left. So he's uh, that's our that's our joke. We were where were we the other day golf? I forget where we were. Maybe we were in the Lake of the Ozarks golfing, and, and uh, you know when you tug one left or whatever, Brady just yelled Tuggy Wade, and that stuck <laughs> with us for the past few weeks or past <laughs> few months. So um, if Dougie probably not gonna be. Uh, listen to this right now but we'll have to send them this and let them know that his name's still going on forever but honestly other than that Brie, what else, what else is he doing the the walks became famous during the pandemic right but those yeah. who continued those have continued you got to earn them bud lights you yeah. know yeah he's he earns them every uh he was big on the peloton now he just loves his family walks i think he just loves shooting around the, the family walks yep. so yep so he got mad because the lady he was walking. I don't think he had a mask. This is recent. Everyone's vaxxed. He said, the lady veered around me like I had a disease or something. Like, he got really mad on a recent walk. Oh, that would that would bother him. That yeah. would really – and the little things the little things very much bother him. The um, big things don't. He doesn't have, like, any worries. But, like, yeah. like the big thing with, like, clipping your nails, like, it's, it, he can't do it. He can't do it. He, he can't do it himself or no, you guys no, like, can't, it's like like he can't hear it. He, he if he can't. hears it, he's, like, he loses yeah, it. He's just an absolute weirdo. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. But other than that, he's just um, – he's always bothering us. He always wants to play golf with us. He loves – okay, this is what, you know, some people don't know about him. Whenever we play golf, it has to be the first tee time because – he doesn't like playing behind anybody. He doesn't like waiting on anybody. I mean, so like six fifty eight or whatever. Yeah, yeah like the other day we golfed at seven o'clock. Us three and oh. played and finished at nine o three or nine o five. Like it was. Isn't that kind of brutal though? Getting up that early. I mean, it's not too bad. It wasn't actually, too, wasn't yeah. too bad, and you feel a lot better when you're having a, a bloody mary at nine twenty and, <laughs> and going on from there. For the, that was Father's Day, so um, yeah, we had a uh, we had a lot of fun on Father's Day with him. Um, played in the golf tournament with him this weekend, so. Basically Father's Day weekend, lots of fun. Brady was our driver. Um, I don't know. It was just it was just super fun. Well, guys, super thank fun thanks for sitting in for Dad, Big Walt, and of course the headline on this would be Kachuk's demand trade. Can't wait to play for Blues. And like, wait a minute, we never said anything like that. Media, watch out for him, guys. Thanks for being here. No worries. Yeah, thank you so much. Us. Boy, you just get the sense it would be fun to be invited to a Kachuk party. I guess at this point I'm begging, right? <laughs> Hanging with the Kachucks, period. Forget hanging with Big Walt, hanging with the boys and Chantel and Taryn, the whole family. That is incredibly, it is a really incredibly tight family. You can tell they travel together, they party together. They have a lot of fun. And uh, as we close the episode, Matthew, who, who yes, we, we joked about him being an agitator on the ice. He said, oh, you got to get a picture over here in Big Walt's big chair. 
So we had a lot of fun with that on the way out. Hope you enjoyed the conversation for all of our visits, whether it's Tony LaRussa, Bob Costas, Kevin Harlan, you name it. You can get subscribed on iTunes, Spotify. That way each segment is delivered directly to you. And also every segment is posted at scoopswithdannymac.com. Cardinal broadcaster Dan McLaughlin with a great website with all types of material every single day loaded with new content. Scoopswithdannymac.com. I'm Martin Kilcoin. I'll talk to you again soon.